0: Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet?
1: Uh, well, not exactly. i still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon.
0: <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working but on it. What, what do
2: you mean that the report isn't finished yet?
1: I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. D- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour.
2: Dude, are you even listening to me right now?
1: Welcome back to the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. It's just me this week, guys, so I'm going to keep this pretty short and sweet. I want to wish everybody a happy Easter, and I hope that everybody has a great weekend. If you have a season coming up, good luck. I know Charles and I, and a few of our friends, we're going to be going down to West Virginia this coming Monday and Tuesday chasing chase some gobblers. It's going to be a blast. But I want to thank our partners real quick Gear, WDP20, for 20% off your first purchase um VIP archery go check out their broadheads they're absolutely amazing and custom calls we're gonna be using them in West Virginia check them out guys they're freaking awesome calls and as always we love out on limb manufacturing and new canoe also that being said guys this episode was awesome um Gerald Kopp is a great guy go check out whitetail.com This is the last day for the giveaway. We recorded this a little bit late. We had a little bit of time going on there. Um, Go check it out. Get yourself signed up for the
0: hunt and enjoy the episode, guys. All right. We are back. Another return guest from way back in the archives. Mr. Gerald Kopp, the Texas boy. The Texas boy. He is back. Gerald, how are you doing good, sir?
2: Hey, guys. I'm doing really, really well. I appreciate you. Having me on, it's been a while.
1: It has been a while, man. We've been Too we've long. we've been keeping up with you a little bit off and on, you know, throughout the couple of years that we've been doing this. And you know, you you're it seems like every time we make a post or something like that, you're right there on and You're like, can't right. wait to listen to it. I love that.
2: That comes from appreciating the things that people like y'all do, and not knowing the half of what goes into it. So I, I like to not only keep up to it, keep up with it, but I like to um, I like to follow it and promote it because. I know a lot of work goes into it. Well, yeah. We appreciate that.
0: We, we really do. And I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear because, man, it has been way too long. And I remember the first time you were on, we had such a blast, a really, really good conversation. If anyone out there doesn't remember Gerald, you know, Gerald has First Light Hunting Journal. And then you also do some work with Empowerment Outfitters as well. And that's kind of the stuff we talked about the first time around. But you got a whole new venture that we're going to dive deep into. I am extremely interested, extremely excited about this. And it's going to be good stuff because I, I really want to learn more about what you have going on. It's called whitetail.com. But that's just kind of the background, guys. If you don't know who Gerald is, go back, find that episode and, and listen to it. That way we don't bore you with a whole other intro that we did back then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that works. That works.
0: So Gerald, Thank what you well, very first, much. I appreciate it. yeah, first off I mean man we've we've missed a lot in the last few years. why don't we catch up a little bit what what have you been up to what what exactly have we missed over the last few years?
2: Oh gosh, um the last couple three years in particular have have been quite busy for me. My wife and I we've lived in Austin most of our whole life, Austin Texas, and we moved recently still in central Texas, but out to a little bit more rural setting and that's been interesting, navigating that through COVID and everything. But things have been fantastic. We're very blessed. Still um, chase whitetails every chance I get, and I'm already getting withdrawals from it. That's one reason I want to talk to you guys.
0: Hey, we're okay with it, man. Yeah, that's excellent. That's what I like to hear. So Austin just pulled it up. The last time you were on was episode 23.
1: That was three years ago. Oh, my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 111, I believe. Right it is that, yeah. that one eleven
2: that was one of y'all's um greenhorn episodes that that was um wow, I didn't realize y'all had done that many. that's fantastic,
1: whether you like to think so or not, that is a very highly downloaded episode
2: oh surely not
1: i' I'm, I'm <laughs> being dead serious, man. I would not lie to you. That is a very highly downloaded episode
2: yeah, you know I, I I've heard I've never verified it, but I've heard there's quite a culture of people out there that like talk like talking to you know you know, overage, bald guys, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's that, you know, slightly out of shape, you know, the, the yeah. whole picture. So I guess I get it, but yeah. um, you guys are making me blush. That, that's
0: kind of our niche. And maybe you didn't know that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I fit the, I'm fit. i your man. I'm your man.
1: I love it, Gerald. I love it. No, but anyway, keep, let's, let's keep going on this. I don't want to, I don't want to keep joking about it because I know, but really it is a really highly downloaded episode and I love that episode and Yeah. I've been stoked that you're well, going to come you. back I on. Did.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. I enjoyed that as well.
1: Let's get into it a little bit. So, you know, you, you you did a little bit of moving and stuff. How was your season last year? Was it pretty good or was it, you know, substandard like mine or what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, my, my season last year w- was good in many ways. Um, It wasn't perfect. I, you know, I've usually got my share of, a, I've got a volume of, you know, a pretty good blooper reel from, from season to season. But but I was pretty blessed. Things went pretty well. I I took a couple of really nice mature bucks, and it was actually quite a struggle on one of them. So it was it was really well. I've got a really nice piece of private property that I've got access to in the Texas Hill Country, and I get to hunt that mainly solo. Which um, I love the um, camaraderie of deer camp and all that as much as the next guy. But I really really like to spend a lot of my time solo hunting. You know, I guess you'd call it solo hunting the front country, right? Yeah all sorts of um, property sizes and things like that. And I, and I, like I said, I came out real well. I, I took a couple of really nice deer and um, a lot of great encounters. And so I'm, yeah, I'm very blessed. I, I can't complain at all. The, the, as usual, the main, the main deer that I was after, um, I failed miserably, but I just have a hard time. I just have a hard time complaining when things fell into place so much in other areas. So.
1: No, oh, I totally um, get that. It does sound like you had yeah. a really great season. You shot a couple of bucks. That's, It's awesome, Awesome. man. Yeah. I wish we could shoot a couple of bucks here. That'd be real nice. Yeah.
2: I I tell you what, guys, you know, when you talk about bow hunting, it's interesting to me because there's so many good archers out there, you know, they're just, they're, they're out there everywhere. And I come across them all the time and all that to say, I'm not one of those great archers. And I, you know, when I have success and I put in the work and, you know, it actually, it actually, um, plays out the way I wanted it to guys, i I've drilled the last five bucks I've shot, and that is a record for me, I'm ashamed to say. I'm just waiting for, um, something bad to happen next year.
1: You better knock no. on some wood right now, man. Yeah,
2: I'll knock
0: on I, some for you.
2: <laughs> I'm, te- I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating though, you know, if I really put that into perspective, that's, that's a pretty good run because as you guys know, there's a, there's a crap ton of, of variables involved with, um, harvesting a, a mature white tail with a bow. It just, it just is and so long-winded answer to your question it was really pretty darn good season
0: that is absolutely excellent man that's great to hear usually we ask that question and it's not typically good <laughs> we we have a very good <laughs> well, act of uh, asking questions that come up with some of the worst results
1: <laughs> i'm not kidding you we well, had like four episodes in a row where we asked that question and they were like
0: terrible thanks for asking yeah, it was yeah, like oh, worst no. season well, of my life thanks <laughs>
2: do that next year and i'd be the one saying that no way we better only
0: bring practice. good luck on this podcast sir so i mean this is at uh, least three more years of good luck
2: we, we need to talk to you guys after the show a little bit about doing your due diligence a little better but that's for another time <laughs> you, 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 you need to you need to vet your guests a little better but but i digress <laughs> but i but i tell you it was, it was a really really um, gratifying year in the deer woods i, I really enjoy that and I, I got to spend it on a lot of different properties and things worked out
0: that's excellent we're gonna have to come see you we're gonna have to exchange hunts we're gonna have to come down there see you shoot some hogs you're gonna have to come up here and shoot some some
2: tail up this way right i'm all for it we need to make that happen instead of talk about it i think that's we right. talked about that a while back too i would absolutely love that we did i've um, been trying
0: to find a, a way to get down there to shoot hogs for three years now just so you know
2: <laughs> well well i i I I don't carry a lot of clout, but I can make that one work for you. So let's, um, let's, um, act on it this time, because this is a target rich environment for that. I can
1: (laughs) Don't you threaten me with a good time?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I would love to have you guys down here. That would be
0: really, really awesome. Well, I, I am stoked to hear you had a good season. That's, that's great. That's, you know, good things come to good people. And you know, what, Really, really, you know, obviously when we talk to you, we can feel and hear the passion for deer hunting. And I think that's what plays a part in what you do with, you know, your, your hunting journal that you have and, and empowerment. But I, I really want to know what kind of part that played in with whitetail.com because obviously there's whitetail in the name of it and how it came about. So I want, I want you to take us down that road from the very beginnings of like the thought process of when this first came about.
2: Okay, well, I would love to tell you that story. It's a little complicated, and, you know, as it turns out in my case, um, all of this transpired fairly fairly um, in short order, right? So I guess the long and the short of it is I um, I was listening to Dan Johnson's podcast one day last year, and the founder of whitetail.com was on, Rick Mikey, and um, a very accomplished deer hunter. He, he does most of his hunting in Kansas. And, um, anyway, I found myself picking up the phone and giving him a call after I heard that just to kind of pick his brain on what he was doing. Cause I thought that, you know, I, I still have a lot of faith in this, you know, this hunting and outdoor social media concept. And I just wanted to hear what he had to say about it. And, um, we talked quite a bit and next thing, you know, I'm kind of right in the middle of it. So I do a lot of, um, content for him. A lot of a lot of articles and videos and things cool things like that it, you know it's everything from you know i love storytelling so storytelling tips tactics you name it and it, it's just been a really good fit because it's all that kind of content that it's really it's really good to have that companion content to go with any kind of social arrangement like that you know we want this to be a portal you can go to interact like you would on either any, any other social media site. But yet have some other things you know in there that are entertaining and educational and and all that good stuff as well so that's how that came about i literally called him up and picked his brain and it was a little over a year ago and i've been working with him ever since now you know the story's a lot more complicated if you start talking about how how they formed from the very beginning and i i can give you my best my best shot at that i i, I understand it but there's a lot of twists and turns but there's basically three I guess what I would call three founders to whitetail.com and you know, perhaps the best thing we've, we've accomplished so far is getting that awesome domain name, right? Definitely. And it's, that's the first question we usually get on podcasts or anything else is how did we do that? And what happened is, is our, is our founder, Rick Mikey, you know, he heard of this, this guy that had whitetail.com. It was, this is probably 20 years ago. And you know, it was a very, um, it was a very popular forum site. You guys remember how, how, popular forum sites were
1: oh definitely um, i was on archery talk yeah. all the time i mean it's kind of still around oh, i
2: lived I, I lived on there too yeah and, you know and they did really well at it and you know as things happen it, it kind of you know truth be told uh, from my understanding they were they were kind of infiltrated with some russian porn and the <laughs> the, the site the site kind of suffered a little bit and you know at the end of the day it sat there kind of dormant for a while and Rick made the trip to Wisconsin to meet with the guy that owned it. He's now currently one of the founders of whitetail.com. And, you know, there's some negotiations. They worked something out and they have it. So that's how that aspect of it came along. But as as far as Gerald, the way it worked out for me, you know, I'm kind of a Johnny come lately. I started hearing about him a little over a year ago and kind of did some homework and more or less kind of jumped on board, kind of forced myself on him.
1: Hey, (laughs) you got to go for what you want, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, I just w- was really interested in it, and I, I, these guys are working really hard at it. We all are, and I, I, I truly think that there is a place for hunting, hunting only, outdoor only, social media, and of course, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why, why you would want to have that. We can talk about that too, if, if you'd like.
1: Absolutely, man. And I, I really appreciate the idea of the hunting owned you know, platform, and I really, I really love the idea of it. I just. I never really imagined it actually, you know, coming to fruition and and, and taking off. But, you know, it's, it's kind of coming into the light now, like Facebook and, and Instagram and TikTok and stuff are really starting to, you know, ban hunting and kick hunters out. And, you know, it's kind of becoming this place where you really need a platform for hunters.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, you guys, I know you guys are well aware of some of the events that have occurred in the last year or so on social media with you know, in the hunting space and it's not pretty, you know, the cancel culture is alive and well out there. And I, I, you know, in my opinion, the hunting and outdoor niche, you know, kind of takes it in the pants, you know, more than a lot would. So, and you know, you guys probably know as well as I do some, some very big successful brands that by the way worked really hard to get where they were, you know, were basically arbitrarily shut down. Definitely. And, uh, so, you know, there, there, there's the, um, really bold examples like that all the way down to what I think we would all agree is a very unfriendly algorithm on social media for hunters.
1: Yeah. No doubt
2: about it. So we're not the first people that have tried this. It's, you know, it's a challenging endeavor, but we feel very strongly that it can be done.
1: Oh, and definitely you couldn't have better timing realistically. Like, you got to think how many people are getting banned right now on, on TikTok. And like I said, Instagram and Facebook, it, it seems like it's yeah. constantly, you hear people on social media, you know, I'm back from being in Facebook jail, yeah. you know, back from a ban on TikTok. I created a new account, this and that. And they get banned yeah. for the most, you know, these little things that don't even make sense half the time. But, you know, somebody reported yeah. them and it got reported over and over and over and over and over <laughs> again. And next thing you know, they're just, they're non-existent on that platform. So. You know, having a, a, a safe space, for lack of a better word, for hunters is is something that's in, like, great demand right now. So you guys couldn't have better timing.
2: Yeah, we think so. We think so. It made a, a, a pretty decent run at it about a year ago, and now we're kind of hitting it full throttle. And again, you know, considering things, I don't have a huge understanding Or, you know, that, that being things like social media platforms. I'm talking about the platforms that you actually program them on and, and build them on. You know, it's my understanding that's a pretty complicated endeavor. There's a lot going on there. Not to mention it's very expensive. So it's just a matter, in our opinion, I think, of keeping the momentum going, keep plugging along, keep, you know, keep soliciting people to, um, you know, actually even sometimes pleading, get on there and and interact because I think, there's no doubt that like any other platform it just needs some momentum and when that happens i think that it's going to thrive and i think it's going to be exponential you know we already have some really cool interaction on the site now and you know it's it's very much like facebook and instagram i mean i guess i would call it a hybrid between the two um you guys have seen it i I don't know how to distinguish it from the two but it, it basically has you know it's a living breathing social media site you know
1: Absolutely. I think of it more almost like Instagram from what I've seen of it. And, you know, I've, I've interacted on it. I love seeing pictures and I love seeing those short little stories on there, you know, associated with the pictures and stuff. And It's, it's, it's not a whole lot of other crap, you know, it's, it's all honey. It's not, you're going on and. Oh, hey! Here's this about Joe Biden, and here's this about the Kardashians, and here's this about the Grammys. You know?
0: Yeah, you got to skip through 40 posts to try to find anything that shows a picture of a deer.
1: Right. It's like, hey, look at yeah. how big that mule deer is. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> right. It's oh, good. There's the picture that's not Will Smith slapping somebody, right? But, <laughs> right. right.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
2: But I tell you, but I tell you, I really think it's, I, I really think that. It'll, it will take on a life of its own. And I, and I think that, you know, it's important. I think it's important for us here to, you know, create a, a platform, a portal that's, that's that's heavy on the social media. It's inclusive. I'll go back. I'll come back to that. But then we like to provide some value above and beyond the social media, you know, which is, you know, via content like you would see anywhere else. And hopefully it's content that's all any combination of entertaining and educational and, you know, celebrates the lifestyle. You know, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good videographers and writers out there. And um, it just, you know, never get tar- never get tired of hearing the story. So I think it's a good opportunity for that too.
0: So let's break it down from a perspective of someone that, that has never seen it, has no idea what it is. First and foremost, probably the most asked question, well, where do I find this? How do I get signed up? You know where where do i start
2: so um the best thing to do obviously is to go to whitetail.com and when you do you're going to come currently now you're going to go to it and you're probably going to see a promotional you know call to action also you know as well you know for the uh um, contest that we're currently running but it basically brings you into a, a landing page that's gonna you know lead you to the social part other content the articles and whatnot and it's going to bring you into a place to log in when you log into that platform it, it's just super simple i mean it's just like setting up a it's like setting up a, a profile on just about anything and like i said it's it's pretty much living breathing social media i mean you can you can comment you can follow you can like you can you, know, you can you can mention people you can you know reference people i think i think what's really going to be great guys is as this thing grows i mean it's going to have a lot more functionality. You're going to see a lot of the things on it you see on some of the mainstream channels, you know, things like the ability to build groups and things like that and subgroups of groups. And I, I think it's going to be one hell of a hub once, once it gets going. But as it is right now, it's fairly highly functioning as a social media side already.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm excited to see where it goes. Now, you guys mentioned, you know, the growth and everything that you've been, you know, kind of seeing over this past year and stuff, what are kind of the goals of of whitetail.com? Where do you guys see yourself in the next year and the next five years? I mean, are you guys going to be running any contests or anything? I feel like I saw something the other day, maybe about a Kansas hunt or something like that.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of that. And a lot of that does, in fact, I I would say, you know, heavily fall into the corner of our goals. I mean, I I think in a few years, you know, in our minds sooner rather than later, we hope, like I said, I think there's there's a, it's not just a hope, it's an expectation that there'll be, you know, some exponential growth um, once this gets a little bit of momentum. And, it, you know, it could be that some people, I, I tell you what, you know, the mainstream platform, as much as they frustrate us, we're used to them. They're there. We're familiar with them. And, and I just think, you know, after a period of time and some repetition, which is always good, I think you're going to see exponential growth. So I, I think in a few years you're going to see, you're going to see a much bigger, highly, more highly functioning, more functions, more functions involved in general. Kind of a, a platform for people to enjoy. So the sky's the limit with the thing. Just a matter of you know deciding when to strike on what on what new feature and that kind of thing. So there, there's going to be some changes to the platform after the new year for for some technical reasons. There, there'll be improvements as well. I ought to mention. Um, if you haven't already noticed uh, the currently does not run off, you know, it's, it's not app driven, you know, it's an online destination that works like a social media side. Right. And one of those very changes that may happen after the beginning of the year, will will be getting an app for it and whatnot. So a lot of big things on the horizon. And I, I'm a big believer that when things are growing and, you know, there's a, con, a continual um, striving to, um, you know, add functionality and make something better that success will come. We feel really strongly about that.
0: Well, you stole my next question. I was going to ask if, you know, because it is a web-based platform currently, whether you were looking into opening up an app, something you can easily just click on and, you know, how people just brainlessly do it anymore. You're just sitting there, you tap on your phone, you tap on a, you know, a Facebook app and you scroll through for 30 seconds, get bored and close it away. Um, That's right. You know, right. and that's that's what it is anymore. I mean, that's just what that app is. It's no longer uh, something that grabs my attention. Um, but, you know, I think that is somewhat of an answer to relating to the younger generation that wants things now. They want them quick, you know. But for the hunting community, too, though, you know, a big portion of the hunting community really isn't that younger generation yet. But it could be a way to bring that younger generation into hunting, um, which, you know, that's one thing that we always set goals for is to try to bring a younger generation get them interested in hunting. And I think a social media platform, something they're so familiar with, too, is another great resource to bring kids on board.
2: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree, Charles. And, and we, we were talking about that very thing a couple of days ago. And I, and I think that there's just a lot of opportunity for this kind of a niche site maybe even help with hunter numbers at, at, at some level at some point once it sets in people get more familiar with it and more comfortable with it i think that's a good point point. and as far as the as far as the attract you know attracting hunters i think it's also going to prove to be a really good tool um, in retaining hunters which you guys know is one of the about as big a problem as anything right
0: oh definitely so,
2: keep using the word repetition i think it, it really follows there as well
0: wow this is really cool this is this is actually the first time i'm seeing the app in person uh, austin pulled it up and i have it
1: saved like an app on my phone that's why yeah and like i'm
0: that. i'm scrolling through sorry yeah the, the platform i should have said um, but it does look a, and it feels a lot like an app i mean this is uh this is actually really really awesome the functionality everything the look of it it definitely gives you more of a an instagram feel but you know, everything I see is good. It's all hunting. It's all relevant. I, I love it. I mean, this this is really cool. It's kind of blown me away, to be honest, that I haven't signed up yet. And I just started that during this episode, to be honest with you, just because I wanted to see what it looked like as well. But I'll tell you what, man, uh, that is that is A+. plus. I, I really like it.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, again, I mean, I, I think our expectation is it's only going to get better. And, you know, I, I think I'm trying to think. What the, what the best way to put this would be but you know these are some guys and you know they're not going to rest until it's as good as it can be so you really bright but it, you know in in terms of what you were saying charles is you know this whole safe space you know concept of it i i think is only going to come more and more into play and you know i i think the thought is is that it's a, it's a really positive thing to know that you can go somewhere and post without fear of retribution, any bullying, anything like that, you know, and the whole, the whole concept around this also is to be extremely inclusive. White-tail, whitetail.com is a is a site that, you know, it's going to welcome gun hunters, bow hunters. Hey, if you can bring down an elephant with a blow dart and it's legal. That's fine. It's going to be very inclusive, you know, it's going to, DIY public land junkies all the way down to guys and gals sitting over in Agfield. we we want them all we want them all to you know kind of commune seamlessly and in peace I mean they're all welcome so I think that I think that that's not an issue that's going to go away. I think that that's going to become more of an issue um, I don't think that these trends we see are, are temporary
1: no definitely, definitely now Jared being how user friendly the, the you know the website is and it 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 really does feel like an app. Is there a function currently or is it currently in the works to have like, you know, a niche group on there?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, actually, that's, that's high on the list, which is to have the ability to um, have groups in there much like Facebook would. And, and as far as that goes, even subgroups of groups, um, I've never done that far down, but yeah, it that functionality is something that um, is definitely in the works. I, I will say I wish I could explain it better, but, you know, when it comes to the technical side of run of running a social site, there are all kinds of things, lot, all kinds of hurdles to kind of deal with in terms of programming and, and functionality and things. You know, the, the site is currently on a platform called Mastodon. I don't know if you all know what that is, but, you know, it comes with a lot of, you know, hurdles to get over and, you know, just little nuances in terms of, you know, you go on there and you add functionality, you know, that's going to have, that's going to have some implications also to your programming, what other people on that platform can use that you, that you created all of that kind of stuff. It's not very fun hunting talk, but no, but I think it's important to explain time. to
1: kind of, you know, get people moving along with it and stuff too, you know, having that functionality and, you know, sort of that subset similar to like a Facebook and having your groups, like having something, you know, as simple as like white till distraction, you know, group on there or something like that. It, it's very, yeah. you know, it, it's pleasing to people to hear that that's in the works and that's something they that can do. And you know, it's it's more hunter based, and you're going to get a little bit more recognition through, you know, actual hunters rather than just run of the mill people that are on Facebook looking at, you know, DIY projects and stuff.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it, it's the hope is for it to be the kind of thing where not only can anybody set up a group within Whitetail, but I mean. It would be really cool if that was a good venue for, for brands like Whitetail Distraction, for example, to offer something like that to their community. So
1: definitely, definitely,
2: yeah. yeah. And then the you know again the safe space part of it is just huge. I know it's it's kind of like the um, elephant in the room, and you know it might even sound a little over overused, but I mean I think you guys can appreciate all the hard work it takes to build a brand and build a following. And the thought of that arbitrarily being taken offline for a week or longer is, I don't know, that's, that's pretty daunting to me. Oh, so,
1: definitely. And we've been really lucky that we haven't been, you know, nabbed for lack of a better term. And we've been, I'm going to knock on wood right now. We're very lucky that we, <laughs> we haven't been taken down for some reason or another, you know, we have some pretty crazy episodes once in a while, you know, and not necessarily, I mean, the episodes posted on social media or anything like that, but. I just I I feel like we're very fortunate just for even having a picture of a deer not being taken down. I
0: mean, we have on TikTok though. Yeah, absolutely. We've had TikToks removed completely. uh, Wow. uh, Wow. Yeah, just and all it was was you know a um, a post with a picture of my uh, my nephew with his first turkey and us you know with him with his first turkey fanned out you know nothing gruesome anything like that but it got taken down yeah uh, multiple times yeah.
2: I've, I've heard some stories like that, and I, I've had similar things on First Light. You know, it, it's it's funny. I'm such a small, insignificant player in this whole thing, but that's one thing I've learned that what, whatever takes um, them to decide decide to make a move like that, I think everybody is fair game for them. So, you know, it's not all Steve Rinella, So
1: no, definitely. Uh,
2: not. You know that 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 will remain to be a big part of it. You know, and we want we want people on there. We want people to. You guys notice it's called whitetail.com. Well, it's a great domain name, but even though um, we welcome all types of hunting, weapons, methods, all that stuff, I mean, it's no secret that the, that the brand was built firmly around, you know, America's number one game animal. And, you know, I, I, I suspect that that'll be the lion's share of the content on there, although we welcome it all. So, yeah.
1: yeah, certainly, man. Absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> on a more positive note, I think anybody listening to this episode can hear it in your voice. You're you're very excited about it and, and and you know, that sort of excitement, you know, it makes me excited about it. Man, I wanna I wanna promote this more. I wanna get it out there. I really do think it is a great platform and I think people would really appreciate the fact that, you know, you go on and if you if you're diehard about deer hunting and you get on here, you're gonna see deer hunting and
0: that's what it is.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. It will be um as auto- automatic as it gets and that's for sure.
0: So, Gerald, I got to, I mean, I got to ask the question or or address, you know, because you made a comment about, you know, avoiding that bully mentality as well. Because I think if anybody on here is listening, they've experienced some form of what either Facebook or Instagram where they've made a post and there's been shaming. And, you know, a lot of that stuff, I think, comes from the fact that it's a platform that is open to everybody. It's not a platform specifically for deer hunting and, you know, but maybe I'm taking your answer, but how are you, you know, how does whitetail.com really avoid that kind of scenario where you have the people on there that are, you know, shaming, um, if I shoot a Jake or if I shoot, you know, a, a six point, um, that kind of stuff.
2: I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic question and it always will be a fantastic question because, you know, in my mind, a really unfortunate part of, of the hunting community that's not to say the majority of the community isn't awesome. It is. But, you know, the, the whole concept of buck shaming and, you know, you shot that deer and he looks too young. All, all that stuff. It's funny. I mean, it sounds kind of like a fruit basket turnover, right? So you're going to have a, you're going to have a safe space site. What are you going to do about the people if they go over the line? Well, I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to draw the line somewhere, right? I guess the best way to put that would be with an example. It's a, a kind of a bizarre, Stretch of an example, but, you know, you picture anti-hunters coming on whitetail.com. Well, they're not going to get kicked off, but, but the minute they, they start, you know, getting in on people and, and making things unpredictable, we're going to have a very, very short fuse on that kind of stuff. So there's going to be those people that say, well, you, you're not a safe space then. Well, we're, we're a safe space for a particular niche, and uh, we just happen to think it's a, a very um, important niche.
0: Okay. No, that makes total sense. And it, it's definitely something that's going to be pretty, pretty tough moving forward, especially with growth. But again, you know, I'm hoping that the people that are negative and, and making negative comments, especially on Facebook, that those people just don't make their way over to whitetail.com. But it's, it's an unfortunate point, too, where hopefully, more or less, instead of saying, hey, we just don't want you, maybe whitetail.com can change the culture of how people act and how people behave whenever you know people harvest or kill the animal that they wanted to take that's what made them happy and once we change that competition culture and you know bashing culture i think that's the answer in the end but hopefully you know whitetail.com can help contribute towards that and what what does the uh how many moderators i guess are on there kind of paying attention and watching those kind of things
2: right now, Charles, at this given time, uh, at any given time, I would say two to three. Okay. So I think that that's a, a fair number. It might go down to one occasionally, but, but usually two to three. And I, and, and I think, again, I think your question and your, your point is, is a good one because of course we hope that, that that contingent of, of the hunting community just maybe stays over in Facebook, but you know, we're going to get some of that. It, these are humans, right? There's human nature. There's going to, there's going to be problems that happen. If you've ever moderated a forum site. Well, you guys have probably had to fight off some keyboard warriors in your day in some shape or oh, form. Yeah. It's going oh, to, yeah. it's, it's going to happen, right? And so it's incumbent upon us to figure out best practices on how to deal with it. And in, in doing so, creating just what Austin said is if we do things the right way, and maybe we can turn this into the answer, not just a it, just an alternative, right? We can make that not be the norm. That's just going to be something that occasionally happens. And I think we're capable of handling that. I mean, it, it it's just going to be a matter, to be honest with you, of trial and error on some of this stuff, right? We're not flying by the seat of our pants by any by any means. But we, we may figure out some pretty good ways to do things in response to that down the road that we just don't know now.
1: Yeah. No, and that makes total like, sense, you know? Like, trial by error basically
2: yeah but but i think the key is to be paying attention to it you know don't, don't just assume it's okay and you know there's going to be people that say well you're you're safe space yes you're you're kicking people off just like anyone else well we we tend yeah. to not look at it that way you know yeah. we've got very clear we got very clear rules and we're going to protect our folks
0: sure no absolutely and i i you know really i honor the fact that you guys are even giving it a try because there's a lot of people out there that see this as a huge huge feat and a huge uh thing to overcome especially with the attitude of the way people are on social media today especially in the hunting realm but i you know i'm just pumped that you guys are giving it that go and and really trying but yeah it's uh it's tough you know anything with you know i mentioned with growth because you know austin and i we we really have been fortunate we haven't had a ton of it but you know we made one tiktok that just went bonkers you know it was a 160 inch deer easily in pennsylvania we called it a giant okay we used the word giant it got you know all kinds of reactions and right in there it says pennsylvania giant you know and i'm i made simple questions hey if this isn't a giant, what's a giant to you? Because, hey, buddy, this is Pennsylvania, and that deer is giant. a giant. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, you know, isn't that the truth? And and anybody that doesn't think that's a giant's crazy. But but secondly, that kind of deer slips through the cracks in a high pressure state like like Pennsylvania, and I know y'all have some really nice deer too. So don't think otherwise. But that's a big deal. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah.
0: It, I just Sorry. thought it was funny because that was the one post that we made that got, you know, the biggest number of views and biggest number of comments and reactions. I mean, it went nuts. So we oh, had it was
1: 126,000 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, we had
0: like 90,000 wow. views overnight. It was insane how this thing just blew up my phone. And Austin's texting me the next day. Did you see what happened? I'm like, what? No, I pull up my phone. I mean, there's just notifications. It was, you know, we had so much fun with that. I I wish we could have. Continue to make more go, but it was just like one hit and that was it. And then that's when, you know, we started kind of getting things closed off by TikTok after that one got some notice. But, you know, that's why I mentioned with growth, because it seems like the more exposure that one had, the more negative comments came with it.
2: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It had some positive momentum going,
0: right? Right. But I
2: mean, I'm sure sure there was a jackass or two, right? I mean, it's just the way that works.
0: Plenty, but yeah, it was fun because yeah. I you know, I, I like to Charles likes uh, to engage
1: those type of people. I, uh,
0: <laughs> and I like to think of myself as a pretty witty person and, and in a positive light. You know, I, I right. turn a lot of those comments around on people and ask them questions and try to be witty and funny. And you know what? It was it was hilarious, but it, it shed some light. There was light at the end of the tunnel where five or six negative comments. And with one little witty comment back to him at the end of about two or three comments back and forth, that guy was like, hey, you know what? I totally understand where you're coming from. And now that I know more about this scenario, you're right. You know, and it was it was actually like a positive thing at the end. It was of it. really productive. Yeah, it, it was it was insane. But, you know, that shows some kind of potential out there that people at first glance might make a comment on something that they may never think that they're ever going to get a reply back or uh, you know, they're just scrolling through and then that's kind of where I feel like Facebook's the same way. You know, they, they know that they're never going to meet this person. They're never going to have any negative consequences for what they say. So they just throw something out there without ex- expectation of a, a rebuttal or expecting yeah, yeah. A, a, they're just trolling, right? They're expecting a negative rebuttal. And when you give them something kind of witty and, positive to think about then all of a sudden it's a different reaction and then they gotta (laughs) sit back and talk about it and I'll tell you what man it it turned into a positive so I would make the suggestion that you know for whitetail.com that same you know take some of that same approach when you can because it seems like when you're you're always trying to stay positive but also kind of witty that people react to it a little differently than someone just kind of bashing back and forth. And that's what Facebook gets, you know, Facebook's back and forth all negative, right? Uh, you know, but I just, from our experience, I feel like that helped us get past some negative comments and turn them around. And, and people actually said some really nice things afterwards.
2: Yeah. Well, a point well taken. And I, I mean, again, I, I think that goes back to what we were talking about a while ago. I mean, I think you use the term best practices, but I, I think I think that over time and by and by the way, I've done the same thing on my platform before, too, where I I came back with a a witty response or a response that just wasn't expected and and was able to to, to, diffuse the whole thing. And, you know, who knows if I can do that often. But I think the point is what I was trying to say earlier is that you're going to learn to to handle these things better and better. It will be cumulative. You know, you will learn the things to do um, because you're exactly right. I mean, you jump in there and, and get in a fishing match with somebody there, it's not going to go anywhere positive, right? So there's going to be little tricks. There's going to be – it's going to be some skill building. And I think the scenario that you brought up is exactly it. There are ways to handle that. And I, and I think it's a legitimate concern too because everybody's been on social media and, and forum sites where it's no, – nobody really likes to be around for that stuff. I mean, it's – I mean, I guess it might be kind of interesting for a while if you're – like watching train wrecks and stuff, but it's, it's just, at, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of quality there for anybody, right? Right. No, I agree.
0: That's awesome. And I, I, you know, what's, what's good and what's really hopeful for, for this is that you're involved. We know that you're a very genuinely good person and a good hearted person. And I, I mean that totally 100%. And I think that with you behind the realms of it in some form or fashion, you wouldn't be working with this company if they weren't other good people involved. And I think if you guys just stick to it, bring more good people on board and try to spread this thing, get it bigger and better, I mean, I only see that, you know, the the sky's the limit for you guys.
2: Well, I appreciate that. and You know, you guys have always been extremely supportive of the things i've done in the past and i uh, appreciate the kind words that uh, certainly um goes back at you because i appreciate what you guys do and you know i think that we all are doing the same thing in some shape or form or trying to and this is just another way to do it i guess right so.
0: yeah yeah it, it's at the end of the day we're just trying to make a place that's better for the next generation whether that's children nieces nephews the people that we want to get involved in hunting, that we want to bring up through hunting, you know, I see a, I see a bright future. And even things that have surprised me, you know, um, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. But I brought my nephew up to our camp a, a couple weekends ago, and he's 13 years old. Um, you know, he's hunted probably three years now with us, so, um, last few seasons. And we were just hanging tree stands up. I mean, I, God bless the kid. It was 20 degrees, a foot of snow on the ground. We were going down over the side of an absolute cliff, we'll call it. right? <laughs> Just some wild oh stuff. Gosh. Yeah, and he was all in for it. But, you know, it was funny because he, he goes to school in an area in Ohio that's not exactly what you would think of for Ohio as um, like rural and, and well-known for hunting. So a lot of the kids he knows, he's pretty much the only one that hunts. So he gets a lot of backlash and he was telling me the story about how he was at at, uh, school and a lot of the people were were talking to him and telling him about how bad it was, um, you know, that he hunts and that he kills these poor innocent animals, that kind of stuff. You know, the stuff that you hear, but you're hearing it from a 13 year old's mouth. And some of the responses that he told me that he told them, I was blown away at how mature they were. So. And I don't know where he's getting. It. Well, you know what, actually, he listens to this podcast. So I think he was regurgitating a lot of what we say. I'm not going to, I'm not patting ourselves in the back, but he was using phrases that like Austin and I talk about sometimes when we really get deep into this stuff. And I was thinking, I'm like, where the heck did this kid even get that? And I was so impressed that a 13 year old kid has that kind of future ahead of him where he's explaining it now to non hunters and when their children and maybe, maybe he'll turn one of their heads, you know, and get them in the right path. But what I'm basically why I went on that whole tangent was I think this is a great opportunity for our youth to really get on the right page, try to change that culture because someone has to do it.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, your, your example is good because it's like you're, you're doing things by example and just like you guys do on your platform. And, um, you know, it's really cool to know that people – or tuning into that and not, not, not only, um, kind of believing what you're saying, but they're learning how to respond to some of this kind of yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. and that's how that's out the battle. Yeah. So, and it was, no, that's,
0: it was just in that positive manner, not like, a, a you know, around here we get a lot where there's people that we're going to do what we want to do and it don't matter. That's, that's just it. And I don't care if you like it or not. I'm a deer hunter and, yeah i mean austin knows exactly what i'm talking about it we've we see those guys and it's just not that just doesn't work anymore i mean we're if anybody learned anything from the episode we did a few back with joey but we are by far the minority and and it's not just social media i mean look around look at uh, dick's sporting goods look at some of these places that are no longer yeah. carrying hunting equipment and you know are, are getting rid of guns in their stores and it's if we still if we don't start somewhere and start to make real change it's it's looking bad for a future
2: yeah isn't that the truth and you know it, it's really i'm really astounded by how many people see that the evidence that you see and i think they assume that it's just not a big deal but if you think about it it's all going the wrong direction and it's just if we don't have some things to combat it you know it's just going to happen a lot faster and it's really sad
0: yeah so, so on a on a Different note, uh, but kind of the same, you know, what, what does, uh, does whitetail.com really have any, um, and future goals as far as getting to a point where they're getting involved with, uh, different associations, uh, potentially, um, you know, either whether it's giving back or, um, taking youth kids hunting or, you know, something like what empowerment outfitters does something along those lines.
2: Absolutely. That conversation comes up a lot. You know, I, I think I think it's a situation where right now where I don't know what the right term is. I guess we're treading water trying to get this thing really, really going right now. Mm-hmm. Th- those things are, are never lost on us. We talk about them quite frequently, you know, and, and there's just so many ways we're going to be able to, to make some impacts by doing those things. You know, I mean, we've talked about everything from wounded warriors to the kind of things we do in empowerment, you know. Um, helping disabled kids get out in the field, but absolutely, we want to work with not only product sponsors and partners. We want to we want to work with some of these hunting and outdoor organizations that you know kind of have their finger on the pulse of conservation and all this stuff that that um, us real diehard really really think about all the time. You know,
1: no, totally, man. Do you guys have any sponsors and anything currently? Are you guys looking at any advertising or what? You, what are you guys doing to you know really get yourself out there rather than? Just being on, you know, the White To Distraction Podcast.
2: Well, right now, I can answer that in two or three ways. I mean, so right now, we've got one sponsor that's that I call, you know, I would just call our main base sponsor right now, which is Novix.
1: Awesome. Um, really big sponsor. We're working
2: Yeah, we're working hard at some other ones. You know, there, there's some sponsors that I work with with First Life that I think are interested as well. It, it's it's just not going to be that hard of a sell, I don't think. Apparently, it's not. You know, you've really got me thinking about that whole deal, though, because of how many times I've had that conversation with, with Rick, our founder, about, you know, we get some of those kind of things secured, but it's going to be absolutely huge for us to um, establish some, some working relationships with NDA, whoever, at 2% for conservation, all of that stuff. So in answer to that question, I mean, it's not only been considered, I mean, it's definitely a goal.
1: Yeah, 2% for conservation stuff. There's just some really good organizations to get involved with. I really, I really like hearing you guys think about, you know, approaching them and whatnot. But, you know, Gerald, feel free to tell me to kick rocks or anything like that. I know whitetail.com sort of in its infancy as of yet, but, you know, you guys have mentioned growth and everything like that. How many people are you kind of getting on this platform on a regular basis? I'm just out of curiosity.
2: You know, I would have to, I would, I'm not really sure if I talk to our tech guy. I think the last time I talked to him at one time, it's going to be somewhere between one and 300.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah.
2: And it ebbs and flows and it ebbs and flows. And we've got some, we've got some regulars, which, which is always kind of good, you know? So we've also got a lot of lurkers, right? I think a lot, there's a lot of, um, interest and a lot of curiosity about what, what this is all about. So, you know, we've got hundreds of people that have signed up that are, um, I think just kind of sticking their toe in the water a little bit. Kind of like you know, me. What's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's human nature. And I did the same thing.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I think obviously the more you can get your name out there and get them associated with brands like, like you mentioned with NDA and, and 2%, I mean, that would be, uh, really could be a game changer for, uh, for where you guys go and what the future looks like.
2: Well, you're exactly right. And, and honestly, I think we know that. You know, you, you've got a platform that's squarely formed around whitetail deer. With with that really needs to come the whole picture. You know, it's not um, it's not just broadheads and right. um, backstroke. You know, it's conservation. It's the habitat management. It's the, you know, and there's so much of what we do, and we all understand just no matter what state we're from. You know, there, there's so much to learn um, in this thing we call deer hunting. I mean having this kind of platform and there, there are platforms out there already, obviously that are fantastic at this, but, but anything that can kind of keep people learning, I, I know that me, even at my age and experience, you know, deer hunting, I'm still learning and I'm still failing. So all of that stuff is good. and It's all very important, but we, we would be, we would be remiss, you know, as whitetail.com if we weren't interested in and promoting things like habitat management, you know, uh, you know, all that stuff, conservation, hunter recruitment, all of it. So I, I think that that's, that's a part that's going to, that's a component that's going to have to be there and we want it to be there.
1: Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I, I applaud you guys. I really, I really, I, I really like the idea of the whole concept and you know, I just, I, I'm kind of with Charles on it. You know, you, you, I, I really think that you're a great guy and I think that you're surrounding yourself with great people and I think that good things to come to good people and I can't wait to see where this thing goes. And I want to see it, you know, really grow. And I want to see it, you know, kind of take off and take it to this next level and become kind of like a new culture, sort of like Charles said earlier.
2: Well, I appreciate that. And that's certainly our hope as well. While I'm thinking about it, I'm segueing only because I don't want to forget, we do have a the Kansas Whitetail Bowhunt giveaway going on right now. Definitely. Um, Definitely. But I would definitely like to not get away without talking about a little bit. Is it okay to do that now? Absolutely.
1: Rather? Go right into it, okay. man. Tell us the whole nitty-gritty I just, gritty
2: of it. I just didn't want to, to get off without it. So, as you guys have seen, we're offering a 2022 whitetail bow hunt giveaway in Kansas. It's a Kansas hunt. It, um, I believe the contest still runs through April 15th. So, time's kind of getting... start not running out, but we're getting a little close. So... It's good, like I said, it's going to be an archery hunt. It's going to be a five-day trip, and and I got to tell you guys, this is some fantastic Kansas free-range hunting territory. It's um, you know, we're talking about some grounds that have produced some whopper buck. So this this is um, you know, of course, the lucky winner is going to have to close the deal and all that good stuff. But it's a really really fantastic opportunity. at what I consider to be a bucket list kind of hunt. Meals, lodging, and licenses are going to be included. All, all the um, lucky winners going to have to do is get them built to Kent. So,
1: That's not too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk for that.
2: No, I, I would walk backwards. But, <laughs> you know, like I said, it's a great opportunity. The the winners also going to have the opportunity, if they would like, of course, to come in early, come in over the summer, whatever, fix their setups how they want them, um, do some scouting, all that kind of good stuff. And guys, I got to tell you, I have not been to this property, but I've seen pictures and I've heard about it many times and it's beautiful country. You know, it's not, it's not what you typically hear of Kansas. It's got a lot of rolling hills and elevation changes. And like I said, some really, really big, nice white tails. That's excellent.
1: That's awesome, man. Why don't you tell people how they can sign up for it? Me and Charles are already signed up for it. We know how, but give people the whole gamut.
2: Absolutely. So well, the best way to do it probably is just to go to rewards.whitetail.com. Honestly, you can do the same thing by going to whitetail.com itself. But if you go to rewards.whitetail.com, it'll take you kind of a landing page, really the home page really, but it's, it's mainly going to be comprised of the hunt details and all that good stuff and terms and conditions and, and all that stuff. So that's really all you've got to do. My, I wanted to mention, though, with time winding down on the contest, we are still considering putting in some functions and some and some things that's going to allow members to um, get extra points towards the contest. That is um, through things like um, interacting on the side, you know, sharing with with um, new users, and we may even in the coming days have some really other cool stuff too, like maybe a spinning wheel, some different ways to get more points towards that towards that prize.
1: That's very cool, man. I'm really excited about that. You know, and if, if you go on, it gives you all of the details, all of the ways you can enter, you know, what the winner receives, the details, you know, the way that the dates are worked out on it and everything. So guys go check it out. It's super simple. I mean, what are you missing by not entering it? What are you missing by not, you know, signing up on whitetail.com is my, my whole thing. You're going to see, you know, what you want to see, whitetail hunting, deer hunting, you know if just by going on here you're seeing everything i mean right on my homepage here i mean it's giant buck after giant buck and there's there's a huge shed here's a kid smiling like what more can you want i mean kid come on smiling. people
0: <laughs> oh man that is well, awesome and what a giveaway really yeah. that's an incredible yeah, giveaway
2: I, i'm very partial to this giveaway because it's it, it it really and you guys you guys understand what that opportunity is like it, it you know th- this is um a bow hunt we know what that's like we know that there's no guarantees but we also know that you know matching wits with the mature whitetail for many people probably one that's bigger than they, they've ever seen on the hoof, is, is 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 just a opportunity beyond belief it is for me um, i wish i could win it because you know i'd go i'd go right out there and, and miss that deer right away i digress <laughs>
1: hey
2: jared, hey, jared, jared let me, put, five it five, <laughs> let me yeah. put it this way bud
1: let me put it this way Say, for instance, I won this. You coming with me?
2: Oh, absolutely! I'm gonna be there. Okay.
1: You okay. Go. I'm just checking it out because you know I would love to share hunting camp with you, man.
2: Uh, man, I think that would be so much fun. That yep. would be so much fun. And I you know, it's corny. We talk about it all the time, but you know, the one thing that always stands out to me in the in the whitetail community in particular, and you guys, we we've talked about this before. Right? I just think it's so cool. It's universal. I use that term really broadly, but I mean, I was up there in Pennsylvania, and I'm a guy down here in Texas, and I think that we love some of the very same things, and I think the other thing is we have some diff- different experiences, too, and can learn from one another. It's just good stuff. This um, chasing whitetails thing, I don't think I'm going to ever get to heard of it.
1: It's a camaraderie that, you know, we find ourselves falling into a lot of the time. You know, we go to, you know, an event, or we go to a party, or You know, even if you go on like a work meeting or something like that, you kind of gravitate towards the same people and, you know, like-minded people like, like, like us and like you, you know, that's why I feel like we have such a good relationship and we can have these conversations, you know, we're very like-minded and as soon as we get on the topic, you know, it's hard to stop, you know, it comes up over and over and over again and you share ideas and you share, you know, stories and it's, it's just, it's really awesome and that's what I see in this page also, so I'm really excited about it.
2: Well, me too, me too. And well said. Again, to circle back, we want more people to be involved in that, more people to have that same that same wonderful thing that we all have. I mean, look, guys, it's pretty amazing. I met you guys never in person, what, three years ago. And, you know, I feel like I know you guys like, like you live next door. So uh, I think that says a lot about this culture and the tolerance that you guys have for um, out-of-shape bald guys. I mean, my gosh, I mean, it's just it's like... It's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, you guys are like saints.
1: Oh my goodness, Gerald. If you want to talk about an out of shape bald guy, you you should see my six pack. There's so many six packs
0: here. It's a keg. <laughs> yeah, you, have a,
2: you, have a, you have a natural light tattoo. Huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I just haven't lost my hair yet.
2: <laughs>
0: personally, we're right there with you. Hold, brother. On,
2: hold on to it dearly, my friend. <laughs>
1: hey it is it 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 is what it is and you know i just i I enjoy the good conversation man yeah you know we are getting there closer on time but you know is there anything else you want to throw in here about whitetail.com i mean i feel like we've covered a lot of stuff but tell me if i missed anything man
2: you know i don't think you missed anything at all um i think what i would prefer to do is just real quickly just reiterate the the very simple fact that, you know, we want, we want you on there. We want people on there to help us on this journey to make it what it can be, make it everything it can be. And I, I just think there's a lot of, of fantastic opportunities on here to learn together and to gradually build a platform or, or a community that functions, you know, hopefully a little bit better than some of the mainstream channels do. And, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not, like, like, um, you know, I don't walk around all day bashing Facebook and Instagram. I no, mean, they, no, no. They've, afforded, they've afforded me some pretty cool stuff, you know, with my brand. But um, I, I think knowing that, you know, the direction that things are going, I mean, the overriding theme, I think if I was thinking about it right now would be is we want you on our side. We want you to um, celebrate deer and deer hunting in the outdoors with us frequently. And we want, we want more and more people on there. We want to learn from more people. We want this to be the beginning of something really, really cool. So,
1: yeah, awesome, man. Well, why don't you go ahead and throw out there real quick one more time? Where can people find you? Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff.
2: Well, it, the thing about we we've got a we've got an Instagram page. Um, we weren't so lucky with that domain name. It's Whitetail um, underscore dot underscore com. Okay, that's our white. That's our um, Instagram page. And then we've got a Facebook page out there, whitetail.com. We are working on um, developing a a Facebook group, a whitetail insiders type group that we're going to launch here pretty soon. But that's how you can reach us on traditional social media right now.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, we will link all of that stuff in the show notes for you.
2: Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate that. Get yourself in that contest. Maybe we'll find all of us in um, Kansas this fall.
0: That would be absolutely awesome, man. I'm stoked. Yeah, thanks again, Gerald. Really, really awesome having you on, man.
2: You bet. Thank you, guys. It's Good to talk to you as usual.